Here we go, here we go. Okay, I'm going first Samuel. I'm going first Samuel, because this has to do with a healthy soul as well. Both of them have to do with a healthy soul. I'm gonna go first Samuel. This is a raw thought here, raw thought. I've been walking through the book of first Samuel, as you guys know, for, uh, or a lot of you may know, for just a while, just in my own uh, Bible study time. And in first Samuel chapter 19, those of you who have headers on your Bible, it talks about Saul tries to kill David. Now, it seems like this might be the second or third or fourth time this, this happens. And I think that has more to do with, excuse me, the writer of first Samuel rather than it actually happening like four different times. I think we're getting some of the same kind of story from a, a couple of different angles. But with all that being said, verse number nine, it says, but an evil spirit from the Lord came on Saul as he was sitting in his house with his spear in his hand while David was playing the lair. Saul tried to pin him to the wall with his spear, but David eluded him as Saul drove the spear into the wall. That night, David made good his escape. Escape. So I read that in chapter 10, verse 10. I circled that word escape. Then you go down and you get to verse number 12. So Michael, this is David's wife, let David down through a window and he fled and escaped. I was reading this, I kept seeing this word escape over and over. So I circled it again. Keep on going down to verse number 17. Saul said to Michael, this is now the king talking to his daughter. Why did you deceive me like this and send my enemy away so that he, what's the word, escaped? I circled it again. Get down to verse number 18. When David had fled and made his escape, he went to Samuel, who is the prophet at Ramah, and told him all that Saul had done to him. It makes sense that David escaped. It makes sense that he would leave someone that's trying to pin him against the wall with a spear. All of us would expect that to happen. It's a wise move. It doesn't take a ton of discernment to go ahead and leave to escape from someone that is trying to physically harm you. That is the wise, the courageous, the right thing to do. So David escapes, escapes, escapes. It says it a number of times, but when I was reading this, this is the thought that hit me. It's not just important to escape from something. You're always escaping to something else. What do I mean by that? You and I cannot leave one place and end up in nowhere. You always leave one spot and end up somewhere. And the reason this was hitting me so much is David, when he escaped, it was as important where he was going to as what he was leaving from. Because if he went to the wrong place, he actually could put himself in more danger. But what I see David doing is I see him escaping from a bad spot, but he escapes to a healthy place. And I think too many of us, we are running from some things, but we don't, we know what we're running from, but we don't always know what we're running to. And we find ourselves in spots. Okay. Let me, let me make it really practical. Say in your marriage. Okay. 
married people, I'll talk to you single people, you can hold on to this for when you get married one day. If you are having conflict with your spouse, not physical conflict, like somebody's throwing a spear at you, that's a whole nother, I mean, just mean, uh, you're not getting along. You're, you're getting on each other's nerves. You've been locked in the house together for so long and you're like, oh my goodness, his chewing is bothering. Oh my goodness, her, her this, whatever is bothering me. You know, it's just, you're getting on each other's nerves. You're like, emotionally, a spouse can escape from their spouse. They'll leave. But you have to ask yourself, when you run from them emotionally, where are you running to? Because you and I always end up somewhere. Are you ending up in a place of health? Are you ending up in a place of bitterness? Are you ending up in a place of discord? Because if you go from one field to another field, you're always going to another location. I love that David here, when he left the, the toxic place, he did not go to another toxic place. I've seen too many people leave one toxic relationship and escape it, escape that relationship, but they don't have any idea where they're going to, so they end up in another toxic relationship. It is as important for you and I to decide where we are going to as it is for us to make the decision to leave from. So I'm looking at uh, us as leaders. And if you're uh, in a spot that's not healthy, but you leave an unhealthy spot to go to a place of unforgiveness, then you didn't go to Samuel like David did. You just went, really went to another Saul. You just really went to another place that's going to try to pin you against the wall. And many times, I don't, I don't know about you, I feel justified in some of my escaping. They hurt me, they bothered me, they offended me, they whatever. But I don't put as much thought into where I'm going. I've seen this happen with people that leave a church. They get offended, they get frustrated, they get bothered, and they escape. Okay but they don't go to a Samuel. They just end up in another Saul. They end up in frustration. They end up in bitterness. They end up in anger. They end up in isolation. And I ask you, is that escape healthy? Did they make the right call? Did they, did they make the right decision? Yeah, maybe you left a place that you thought you should not be in, but you did not give any thought onto the place where you were, go you were going. And I have seen the enemy over and over and over again mess with me and mess with others in this same type of mindset. So I felt like God is giving me the, the nudge, like don't just look at what David was running from, look at what David was running to. He ran to Samuel. He ran to the prophet. He ran to someone that was filled with faith. He ran to someone that was filled with wisdom. He ran to someone that was filled with obedience to God. He ran to, to someone that was actually going to reinforce the call of God upon his life. He ran to someone that could remind David of who God called David to be. He ran to someone that was with David when David was on the backside of the field and God's like, hey, I got to anoint some new king. And Saul, Samuel was the one that anointed 
anointed David. He ran to someone that knew him. He ran to someone that would also speak truth to him. He did not run to someone that would just placate and just kind of, uh, um, comfort him and keep him in his dark spot. He ran to someone that he knew would lift him and protect him and cover him and push him forward and help him become all that God had called him to be. Him to be. So for me, in those times when my kids are annoying me or my wife gets on my nerves, only happened twice that she's gotten on my nerves because uh, she's basically perfect. But in those times, if I'm going to emotionally escape I got to ask myself, where, I'm, where am I going? And I always want to go to a healthier spot. So if I'm going to leave some frustration over here, I'm going to forgiveness. I'm going to wholeness. I'm going to joy. I'm not going to the things that will create more distance and end up having more pins, uh, more spears thrown at me that are going to try to pin me up against the wall. Okay. That's Leadership Talk. Leaders, I love you a ton. You're beautiful and amazing. Don't forget the Serve Team Party. It's going to be a blast.